This is Theoretical Thrills, the podcast where three hosts pitch original theoretical rides and attractions based on things they don't own. A special guest judge awards bronze, silver, or gold based on three separate categories, most creative, most practical, and guest's favorite. Whoever has the least amount of points at the end of the season must drive to Disneyland, touch the first gate, and drive home. With bragging rights on the line, the hosts will try to pick each other's ideas apart through gentle ribbing. So sit back, relax, and stand clear of the moving doors as we present Theoretical Thrills. Theoretical Thrills, the theory of the thrill. In three, two, fun! Hey there, everybody. This is Theoretical Thrills. I'm your host, Oliver. I'm Brad. And I'm Spencer. And you're here for a very special episode. You're here for our episode on Friends. This week, we're going to be pitching theme park rides and attractions based on the TV show Friends. And for that, we are joined by two people from the original Friends parody. Uh, let's say hello to Eli Golden and Ethan Crump. How you guys doing? Hey, how's it going, Oliver? I like that uh, even on Zoom, you're playing to the balcony. <laughs> oh, it's so much fun to have you here. For those listeners uh, who don't know what's going on, uh, I worked on the original parody of Friends as well with these two, and Eli's Eli. So, uh, Ethan, how are you? Good. Eli took my joke. Oh, this is going to be a climb uphill for me. I have another one. Oliver, you're virtually chewing scenery. <laughs> We're not even to the pitches yet. You think of those earlier? <laughs> no, just now. Well, this was our show. Have a good one. No. Uh, so let's jump right in. Uh, Eli, aside from being uh, unbelievably cruel, uh, what's your relationship with friends and theme parks? Uh, what's my relationship with friends and theme parks? Uh, my wife and I, we love to binge watch TV shows. And we got to the point in our relationship where we binge watched friends as as all relationships end up going uh and obviously i love friends i they're uh, lovable characters and while we were watching the 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 first season i was obsessed with the plot how it was a it was a will they won't they and halfway through they switched so he loved her for the first half and then she loved him for the second half but they didn't get together and at the end of the first season they didn't get together which is remarkable to me and as we were watching this i thought this should this should be a musical so i started uh, writing it, and I wrote a, uh, a, a musical adaptation of Friends that played in Chicago uh, that um, I'm very proud of. Uh, and as far as theme parks go, I've been to Disney many times. I've been to Universal many times. I've been to Six Flags. Uh, I'm from uh, Boston, Massachusetts, uh, where we all know about Water Country. It, I'm going to hold for applause for everyone <laughs> who's watching this from Boston, who's currently singing the Water Country song. Uh, but yeah, that's my history with theme parks. I'm so glad we could cover that niche basis. Uh, thank you for being here. And Ethan, uh, seen over 40,000 times online, originated the character of Ross after the original version of Ross. Uh, what's your relationship aside from that with friends and with uh, theme parks? Yeah, I don't, I don't really have one. Um, I okay, was cool. Musical, and uh, you all asked me to do it, and then I did it. And I mostly played myself and had a really good time and a really good summer. Uh, and then theme parks, I too have been to theme parks. Uh, I 
puke on upside down roller coasters, but I do go on upside down roller coasters. So I, no points will be taken away for suggesting upside down roller coasters. Good to know. Uh, I appreciate the almost eye patch that has been made out of your uh, pop filter. That's that's really. It's my microphone. You wanted me to have a nice microphone. I know you're doing fine. You're doing great. I love where you are and everything about you. And happy that you're here. Podcast 101. If if it's going to be on camera, make sure the microphone's in front of the camera. Yeah, it it, it shows that it's a podcast. I mean, it's an audio. My relationship to podcasts is the same as my relationship to friends. I'm just on one. There it is. So without further ado, uh, let's jump right in. Here we go with the pitch. Spencer, take it away. All right. So as we know, this is Friends uh, Week, and I have had the unfortunate disadvantage of never seeing Friends ever in my life. So I'm pitching off of what I know and love about Friends. So let's you know, get into your it. choice, right? You act like it's a disadvantage what? like that we put on you you this wasn't my sleep choice. under the rock that you were born we get it go i never suggested this <laughs> anyway we know my first my first attraction is a ride called the one with the blackout the ride and how this works is you're going to travel through the city with the friends uh all of them during a worldwide blackout strap into white dog statues on an aerial wild mouse uh so it's going to be like kind of like Peter Pan flight, but you're on statue on white statues, white dog statues. Uh, It's a dark ride meets the aerial. It's like men in black meets uh, Peter Pan. So you're the POV of the friends characters and you hear the voices as you travel through the city from Chandler in an ATM area to Ross and Rachel on the balcony, all these classic scenes in this one episode. And instead of weapons like in men in black, you actually get, um, lasers that are actually flashlights and the whole ride has basically a blackout so you're using the lights to actually light your way through the scenes that you see so everyone gets a different experience as you go through you see the city light up with flashlights so you never know what you experience throughout the ride so you can get different rides as you go so think peter pan's flight meets uh having a flashlight instead of a laser with men in black uh and you're on white dog statues traveling in the air that's basically all it is. Uh, I forgot to mention, I did have a PowerPoint if you wanted to take a look to kind of follow along with what my brain is trying to say. Um, but it's a dark ride. That's that. That's my first pitch. Uh, I think it's very fun. It's literally in the dark with flashlights and it's a ride. Um, you're not holding the flashlights the whole time as per, you know, in general. You have it attached to a string like you do with Buzz Lightyear or Men in Black where you actually take it out and you can put it back in the thing. So that's, that's what the flashlight is. So you get a different experience every time you go. It's rewritable. All right, that's my first pitch. My next pitch, because we all know that Friends, uh, there's a very common cafe that everyone goes to, which is, right. of course, Central Perk. How you got one. There's already Central Perk at WB, and there's Central Perk all over. So I thought, why not kick it up a notch and make it Central Perk the Ride, the food court? So how this works is it's a mix of Seuss High in the Sky trolley train ride from Orlando meets a giant food court and how this works is <laughs> you you get on the you get on the train on the seuss trolley and it actually takes you through uh the food court like if you see like circus mcgurkis and uh, or cafe stupendous sorry cafe stupendous in the orlando ride you actually travel through and see people like ordering food but this is a giant outdoor indoor food court so of course you can take this trolley from one end to the next end and all this and you can stop at places such as of course our central park which is the location the central location 
along with a giant Toblerone centerpiece. Uh, you can walk inside and the Toblerone actually dispenses uh, from vending machines. No quarters needed because it's a free attraction. And you can also eat at places like Joey's How You Doing, Meatballs and Pizza. Wait, I'm sorry. It's a free, it's a free Toblerone? One of the yeah. most expensive candies is the yes. thing you're just giving away? Yes, free Toblerone inside the Toblerone machine. The big giant right, how Toblerone. Much it, how much does it cost to get into this theme park? Yeah. Is it built into the price? Yeah, it'll be built in the price. I mean, it's generally, you know, if you think about prices nowadays being, you know, 115, 120 bucks or more, depending on what park you go to, I think it's reasonable to spend about that much and get a free Toblerone out of it. I think it's fair. What if I'm allergic to the ingredients of Toblerone? Can I have that taken discounted from my admission price? Here's a question I'm going to answer with a question. Um, I, I don't, I don't, I don't drink soda. So should I get stuff taken off because I, there's no, I mean, uh, it should be an option that like you shouldn't purchase. have to buy it. Why do I have to buy something I don't want? You know what? It doesn't really matter. The point is it's a giant. Total wow. For someone who says, who says a lot about accommodating people whose normal thing that he picks apart rides is how not accommodating right. they are. That's all right. You got to take the Susical ride around a food you, court. I'm not done yeah. yet. Hold on. You're going to have a Sabaro hey, too. Quick, 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 quick what, follow up question to your follow up question. Uh -huh. Are you allergic to soda? No, I just don't drink it. <laughs> okay. No, go ahead. Continue, Spencer. Um, but you can have Wait, your I have a follow up to Eli's follow up. Eli, do you know anyone who is allergic to soda? That's my point. You were saying I'm allergic to Toblerone to so take the price away. His response to that is I don't like soda. That's fair. The difference between not liking it and having a food allergy, unless it's peanut allergies, which is okay. You know so it. sorry, you have to beat that. Let me All right, you, so let me I have a follow up to the follow up about the follow up to the soda. I need a follow up. Uh, you could be allergic to ingredients in the soda. So maybe it's something in the soda that you're allergic yeah, to. So, so technically, you're allergic to soda. But here's a question: as someone Back with you, a, as someone with a physical impairment who can't see out of one eye, should I get the price reduced because everything is 3D at a park and I can't actually see the full experience of those rides? Honestly, no. This for best. This wins for best economics. If there's an award for best economics, this is for sure it. My mind is going nuts right now. So on top of that, I was gonna say there's also. The Joey's How You Doing Meatballs and Pizza Italian Subs and Cafe. There's also a Cheesecake Delivery or Cheesecake Delivery Plus. The plus means someone just keeps stealing your cheesecake. That's the experience you get when you pay for the plus. Um, the Leftovers Lounge, where everything is leftovers, like Ross's Thanksgiving leftover sandwich. Um, Three and, there's, and, and there's even a small Unagi restaurant where you can learn about sushi all, when you order as well. This is all your well. one pitch. This is the Central Park the ride, the food court. It's a giant food court featuring these places. I like now, how we're like, we're going to do three pitches. Guys, we're, we've, to make it fair, we're going to do three pitches. And what does court. Spencer do? He takes a food court pitch and then makes sure there's so many pitches hidden inside of it. It's restaurants. It's cafes. It's a food no, it's a rushing nesting doll, not a pitch. Let me move on to my final pitch now. My Maybe final my kid pitch. doesn't like it. Oh, well, you know what? It's okay. I I I, I like it. I enjoyed it. Uh, that's it. My final pitch. My third and final pitch. Um, I'm very excited about this one uh, because I watched a couple clips of Friends. I tried to find some episodes to watch, and this came up, and I thought it was funny. It's handbag marinara the ride. So how this works is it's sort of like uh, Astro Orbiters or the Luigi's Tire Ride from Disney World, but you actually sit inside a handbag shaped vehicle. So you're sitting in there. And of course, what would this ride be without marinara? So there are actually uh, super soaker blasters 
hoisted above the ride where people can pass, you know, as they're walking like you would with the super. What if I'm allergic to tomatoes? Hold on. Can I finish before I answer the question? Before you ask that question? Sorry, that's on me. So you can still soak people with water, but the water is uh, red because I was going to say because the thickness of the tomato, it's really odd to have me yeah. on here. And yeah, it's not going to be. Wait, it's not going to be red food coloring because that stains close. So this is all washable using like Crayola washable marker and all these things. So you can you can uh, soak people. So you're shooting blood everywhere. That's what I'm thinking. You're shooting shooting stage blood at everybody. (laughs) Yeah, essentially. I mean, but it's red water. It's not blood. It's marinara sauce, but it's fake marinara sauce, you know, like fake blood or whatever. Oh, my God. What happened to you? That's the ride. That's it. That's all it is. Marinara handbag ride. Ooh. It's handbag marinara ride. You can't complain about stains, though, because you got a free Toblerone. Correct. I see what he's doing. You're allergic. Correct. Sop those tears up with with this delightful deal. Those are my pitches. So to to review, you had? I had the one with the blackout, the ride, which is a dark ride where you light up the way with flashlights. Um, The Central Perk uh, food court with a Toblerone in the center and handbag marinara, the ride. Can I ask okay. one question about the food court? Absolutely. How long do you think this ride is in hours? Yeah, so it's about one-sixth of an hour at most um, as you're driving through this giant... Uh, um, you that as measurement? Uh, I was requested to answer the question in hours, so I took that by answering it in the, in, in the hours question. And it's, oh, my God. It's at the most one-sixth of an hour because, again... <laughs> Like the Walt Disney World Railroad, you can stop at any stop. So it stops. I'm at getting the viscerally upset at the idea of you, uh, of that's the unit of measurement you've chosen for time. I, want, I did I not want choose everybody, it. I want everybody watching this to go back to when he said that and watch all of our brains explode. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was the coolest thing I've ever what? seen. Six of an hour. But was I not correct in that the question was how many hours in time is this ride? That was a question. I was I was more inferring that it feels like the ride takes like three to four hours like, oh, to no. get through all of these things and all of these different meals. No, it's not that long. So you you, so you, don't, you don't get the meals on the ride. You you just no, take no. the ride to go from like yeah. imagine a food court, but you could have just oh. the ability to hop onto a kitty train yeah. to go to the next station. I I, I misunderstood. It's like a people I must mover. be allergic to something in this ride. Probably the toll room. Yeah, or 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 let's or let's take a second here. Hold on a minute here. Let's take a second and think about the fact that nothing says let's sit down from a hard day at the theme park for a nice calm meal like sitting in the middle of a ride. No, no, no. Okay, so I, do you? Has anyone ever been on the Seuss trolley train ride? Because no, sir, your pitch I is have, your your pitch is over. You, you lose. You get nothing. Here's 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 what he's described. I will I will explain Spencer's idea. Here's what he's described. Imagine a food court. There's stands all around the food court. Correct. All yeah, he's sure. done is he built a train around the center so that if you don't want to walk ten feet to the next food stand, it's a you big can hop food on the sous trolley. It's one sixth of an hour's worth of food court. What? No, no, no. For, it's one sixth of the record. 10 minutes is a very long ride in terms right. of rides. It's a very big food court. Around a food court. But it goes inside okay. and outside. You so, said it has multiple stops, so it's more than 10 minutes. No, it's 10 or minutes, it's very, including... Then it's a very small food court. No, we got to keep, guys, we got to keep this moving. Brad, for the love of God, please pitch. 
All right. Here are my pitches, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I have watched some friends, so I do know Monica and Joey and Phoebe and Chandler and uh, Ross. Ross. And, hey, I know. I know the characters, too. I just didn't name them. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so we're going to open up. Uh, my first attraction is going to be a redesign of uh, the co- classic New York Street. See, Friends is a sitcom that takes place in New York. Uh, so we're going to redesign New York Street. However, we are going to have New York Street redesigned with the future in mind. That's right. Future expansions in mind, because what I'm going to do is in my New York Street, there is going to be the fountain as featured in Friends. We will have Central Perk. Along with that, we will have the restaurant with the Soup Nazi from Seinfeld and uh, McLaren's, the bar from How I Met Your Mother. These are also friendship. One, one, one friend, pitch. One pitch. Friends sitcom. So my New York, my New York strip, my New York street is uh, my pitch, is my rebuild, including the, which is going to have these things as part of it. Uh, this will okay. allow for future expansion. It's also going to allow us to uh, ha- host holiday events. For example, like Universal does Grinchmas. We'll also be able to host the uh, holiday armadillo uh, and have a whole festival around that for the holiday. So that is pitch number uno. Uh, number two, pitch number two is one I think is, I mean, it's very popular with uh, pop-up attractions that have been around the country and stuff like that. And that's the sort of uh, idea of getting to go into the apartments and seeing the apartments and stuff like that. So I'm going to have a walking attraction. Uh, hi. Uh, where uh, you will get to go ahead and... Yeah, I don't like it either. running the pitch. Oh, what you get out of them? It's part of your pitch time, man. Distract you. Um, is that Ben? Is that Ben from Friends? That is. is that Ross's that son, is. I don't want to throw this out here. I've kidnapped him. Um, he built a prototype. It's astounding. Uh, so, anyways, you'll be able to go into the apartments. You'll be able to walk in and see the apartments. There'll be plenty of photo opportunities. You can sit on the couch. You can uh, take a picture near the door. Um, look out onto the balcony, and you'll be able to loop over. Uh, through some fire escape pathways over to Joey, uh, Joey and uh, Ross's, uh, no, Joey and Chandler's apartment. Um, there you go. Uh, and be able to go then through their apartment as well. So you'll get to sort of see these. It'll have a bunch of little uh, hidden Easter eggs, little hidden cookies uh, hidden for you cookies. to be able to find. Um, and so that is attraction number two. Finally, attraction number three. This is my big attraction, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, you have a stinky diaper. Jeez, a wheeze. That is not my attraction. Um, my that's the attraction. attraction my third, <laughs> it smells here. <laughs> uh, my third attraction is the um, friends, the one with the boats, ladies and gentlemen. In the episode, the proposal, Joey ends up purchasing a boat, a yacht, and so what I'm going to do is create a ride based around the concept that Joey and Phoebe, who they're the last Joey is Phoebe's last chance if they're not if she's not married by 40 um, there she's going to help him try to get his money back for this boat and she's going to do that by helping Joey run a friend's boat ride so what this is going to be this is going to be a boat ride a la one of my favorite rides uh, before it was taken away Maelstrom oh 
Um, so Maelstrom. So what you're going to have is narration uh, by Joey and Phoebe of them sort of telling the story of how the friends became friends. Um, so you're going to start off with the friends sort of title sequence. All right. We're going to have a um, the the song playing, uh, the Friends theme song playing, you'll get to see the title sequence. And then you're going to go down a small slope because one of the things I really love about Maelstrom is you always go down those like the little slopes. They do it in uh, a couple, you know, all the little water rides, nothing big drop. But every time we go to a new section, there's going to be some sort of little drop or it might be a little roller coaster sort of section, uh, but something as a transition. Uh, so you'll go to the first section. The first section is going to have uh, them talking with the music. Uh, Why can't we be friends uh, playing behind them? All right. Then they're going to and this is going to be sort of the uh, beginning showing how uh, they all sort of met each other, how the group as a whole came together. We're going to be using a mixture of animatronics and um, uh, sort of holographic sort of projection like they used in uh, Disaster Ride, where they're essentially they're projecting onto a screen within a within an actual set. So it looks like the person's actually there. Uh, so we're going to be doing that. Uh, then you will move on to uh, I've got friends in low places section. All right. So we'll have to literally type friends into Spotify and see what things came out. Friends songs that I actually knew. Um, So this will be the I I, let me. I got friends in low places section, which will be dealing with like the troubles that they've dealt with, the problems and how they've gotten through it with each other. Then there will be a small section where Phoebe gets sidetracked and does a smelly cat because she's trying to promote her music and then realizes, oh yeah, I'm supposed to be helping you. And then we're back into the final section, which is you've got a friend in me. Um, And it's going to show uh, them all sort of coming together and the sort of happy moments, uh, the romantic moments and and the times that they really came together. Uh, So this is my uh, big attraction. It is a boat ride a la Maelstrom, a la the uh, Splash Mountain or uh, before the big drop um, modified. So it's not, you know controversial um all of pirates of the caribbean all of pirates of the caribbean that that sort of style ride will mix in a little bit there's always going to be a hill transition or some sort of roller coaster uh track sort of transition uh between each section Uh, those are my three pitches uh remodified modified new york street a uh walk through uh apartments and the third attraction is the one with a boat I, I really like the first one, but I'm a little disappointed that you really only stopped at um, McLaren's and the diner. I, I think you really got to go all in on New York hangouts. Like, where is, like, the bar that Marnie played her bad songs in, nope. in Girls? And where is, like, Law and Order Special Victims Unit's precinct? Like, so where can we here's, No, that's not an experience. Here's why, here's why I didn't do those, uh, because I was going strictly with sitcoms based around groups of friends. Yeah, I said girls in SVU. Those are sitcoms um, based around friends. SVU isn't. Hey, can you invite uh, girls us, I've never can, seen. Can you invite us back to do the SVU theme park, please? Because yeah, I'm not uh, really interested in the SVU theme park. I'm a little... Um, I'm so excited about the first idea. I want to go to that. I really do. I'm... I'm... Uh, I'm for some reason disturbed by a shared universe... 
of Friends, Seinfeld, and How I Met Your Mother. I can't explain why I'm disturbed well, it, by it's, that. It's I, it, if we want to get even further, so we could we do Seinfeld because they all sort of exist at just a different time. No, not if we want to get any further. You don't get to add stuff on he at the end of your pitch. Seinfeld. He did but say Seinfeld. I did say Seinfeld. Uh, so Seinfeld. Seinfeld. No, I said Seinfeld with the the restaurant and the soup Nazi. He did. He did. All right. If you, if Brad has to go take care of his kid for one second, I do. I have to go. I have to go change a diaper. I can still hear you though. Okay, good. Because we're now here to my pitch. Uh, all right, Eli, Ethan, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I'll be pitching three things to you. The first of which is something I've never pitched on this podcast before, and it's something that I generally shy away from because I'm a a nervous person in real life. I don't need to be scared by paying someone to scare me. But we're going to do a Halloween Horror Nights maze based on Chandler. And it's specifically him running from his insecurities. Janice will chase you around as you go through the maze, popping up just as you think you're safe. You'll hear her chuckling from across the way. He'll dive through his sexuality as he questions whether he's going through what he wants to or whether they're going to take it in a different direction because they kept it ambiguous in the beginning. And then every time you think you're safe... There's Janice. She pops up. So you'll be chased through this maze of Chandler's existence. That is my first pitch. Is the Chandler... Ch- Hold on. Hold mm-hmm. on. You can hear me, yes. Right? Oh, of course. Uh, it feels like I just cleaned your idea out of Flynn's diaper here. Okay. I'm kind of ho- I'm kind of hoping the kid didn't do that, and that was the whole bit. You've trained your kid. He, he can't even say words, but you've trained him to come in to insult my bit. Also, <laughs> it's funny because one of the pitches that I threw out was Chandler's Chandler's Cat Ventures, which was a superstar limo where he just keeps running into Kathy awkwardly. Or Catherine, or whatever her name is, but it's Janice. Solid try, Spencer. No, 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 no. He runs into a girl named Kathy at one point, and he's like, "She's like Chandler," and he goes, "Kathy." And so yes. that's the, that's the clip that I watched. Anyway, so I threw that pitch out. So it's funny. And then she goes, "Ack," because it's yep. Kathy. Because it's Kathy. Yeah, right, exactly. Great Kathy reference. That was hilarious. Top-notch Kathy reference. (laughs) I'm proud of that. I don't care. I'm going to hold for applause. There is no applause. No. All right. So let's move on. We're going to move on to something that I think would be a fun way to do uh, some cross-promotion in the park. A way to get a brand in that wouldn't normally be there but could be showcased. And that is uh, a Ferrari gift shop. And outside of the Ferrari gift shop is a Ferrari that you could pose in with Joey. Joey's meet and greet experience will be in front of this Ferrari where it's not his, but he's going to pretend like it is. And you could take photos in it and around it. And throughout the day, it'll be replaced by whatever car they want to be promoting, but we'll be able to update it as time goes on. And then you're able to buy all the accessories that a Ferrari owner might actually have. So this experience, the Ferrari experience brought to you by Joey, is something that you can go and meet and greet, take photos at, really have a good time. So that is my Joey's Ferrari experience. Yes, Spencer, you in the front? Yeah, you said it was the Ferrari experience brought to you by Joey. Shouldn't it be the Joey experience brought to you by Ferrari and or insert car here? 
I would say it changes every day. It's a mixture of all those words at some place putting them in there. It's not a confident answer. It's, it's more of just as long as we hit the word Joey and Ferrari, whatever gets us there, that's up to you. Like a car. Some might say a Ferrari might get us there. The amount of hate in my heart right now. Uh, moving on to my third idea. Now, we all love how Phoebe's able to weave a story. And sometimes Phoebe gets put into a scenario where she has to tell stories for an audience that she's not necessarily meant to. In this version, she's going to be telling you the story of what ride you're about to go on. She's going to be giving you the rundown of what's going to be happening because this is the will they, won't they roller coaster. So the will they, won't they roller coaster as you get onto the ride will be taking you through the relationship of the on and off again relationship of Ross and Rachel. This ride will look as if there are two tracks next to each other because there will be faked out moments where it looks like you're about to be on a break and then you won't be on a break and then you'll continue and it'll seem like you're about to put on your brakes, but then you're not on a break. By, by no means are you on a break. And it'll be up to you to decipher what it is in the end. This roller coaster, a steel-based coaster, will weave in and out of the supposed areas that we're going to be putting this into. But it's an ability to add a thrill ride coaster to their relationship, taking you on the ups and downs. That is my will-they-won't-they they roller coaster. Now, those are my three attractions to review. Oh, yes, Eli. At the end of the roller coaster, do they get on the plane? That's that's fair. Uh, they do not. They decide to stay. They, they they do not get on the plane. So so it's going to be like a slanted roller coaster then at the end. Correct. It, the 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 ride. Plane. A plane. Did you run back from changing your child's diaper just so you could get to the visual gag? Oh no, we we're switching over to a puppy dog pass. Gotcha. I'm going to crush it. it that week, guys. I'm going to crush it that week. I knew it was going to happen. Ugh, we look forward to it. So to review, I have my, my Chandler Halloween Horror Nights maze. I have my Pose with Joey at the Ferrari Experience, brought to you by Joey, Joey, Joey Experience Ferrari. And I have the Will They, Won't They roller coaster. I want you to know, first off, as as we've well established, I'm, I'm, I'm evil. So there's nothing that that pleases my brain more than, than like, a uh, 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 just out of college, Matthew Lillard looking person. No, no, Matt LeBlanc looking yeah, person. Matthew Lillard. <laughs> Sorry, I went off. What show are you talking about? You want to talk about I a group a of kid. friends? I've been watching Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo uh, is a group of friends. Doesn't take place in New York. Takes place in Coolsville. It can take place wherever um, it wants to. But the idea of just like a fresh out of college, like oh, I need to start a career. Maybe I'll be an actor. I kind of look like Matt LeBlanc, like a Joey impersonator standing out in the sun whose only job it is is to show somebody a car. Just that image gives me a smile. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the job of a car salesman, but you don't get any of the commission. Or the, or the car. car. But you get to sit in a that, Ferrari. That's great. So you'd wear, like le you'd wear leather in like the very hot Orlando sun? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's the idea. Ideally, humid. it's, yeah. On the humid, hot Orlando sun. And as far as the Los Angeles one goes, it's only a daytime experience. So, I just want, Like, Oliver, I love you. I love you so much. 
Uh-oh. I like I like Spencer and Brad a little more, but I love you, Oliver. And I just want to like that's not a ride. That second one is that's you saying, "Hey, it's an attraction. Car. It's an attraction. Attraction. Okay, it's not a food. What? Is, I don't have a food in court this car. Hi, you can't afford a Ferrari, surely. So come sit in this Ferrari." Stranger who I don't know. Take a picture with a lookalike Joey. <laughs> Look at me. I have. Uh, you could take a picture with a lookalike Joey. You would take a picture with a lookalike Joey. You would do it. Uh, of course I would. But also, I couldn't you add a better <laughs> setting than just like we're just gonna get a car <laughs> and place uh, it it's a, in a park. First and foremost, it's a Ferrari gift shop. They sell Ferrari-based branded stuff. It's not even friends branded. It's all Ferrari sure. merchandise. Spencer is promising me a Toblerone for free. You're it's not promising free. You're paying me... for it in ticket price. <laughs> I'm worried about overhead. Park. I'm worried about the long-term ramifications of my ideas. I don't think your ride can afford a Ferrari. I think you're going to be sitting in a Honda Civic that's kind of painted like a Ferrari. Oh, for sure it's a kit car. It's not a full... It's it's not... It, it, no. It's a child's bed. You're, you're it's a second... This ride is one like one step above those like metal fake trains outside of supermarkets that you sit in and you put in a quarter and you just go. Well, those move. Door. Mine doesn't. Oh, okay. So it's worse than that. Yeah. <laughs> maybe Idea. maybe the Joey is like a Hall of Presidents, like Disney Hall of Presidents Joey, and it's like a terrible animatronic Joey as well. He says this. four yes. things. All right, don't you get Matt LeBlanc's voice. Don't fix his ride for him. I think you just fixed his ride for him. This sounds great now. Well, remember, the thing that I'll say, uh, the thing that I'll say in, in, in Oliver's defense is that um, compared to admitting you've never seen Friends and knowing five and a half of the Friends names, like it is clear that Oliver has watched Friends before, and that watched that Friends does earn too. a point. I, I you know you know five and a half names. I mean, Monica I Chandler, uh, Jennifer Aniston, uh, Rachel, uh, Rachel, 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 generic, generic name, generic name, Chandler, Monica. He's a fan favorite. Chandler is the easiest to remember because it's Chandler Bean. But here's the thing. Think about it. I said I've never seen Friends, and I talked about white dog statues. The handbag episode where you watched three YouTube clips and pulled the he didn't even do that. He just Actually, googled top top Friends episodes. What no, I, I think it, I think it was an image search of just no. things about Friends. No, 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 no. I had to actually do the research to figure out what, what this white dog statue was about, and I had to figure out uh, you know the Toblerone. I had to look that up because that's you know, not in a, the clips that a I funny, saw. It's a funny thing. You know, you know how to do the research for uh, a show like Friends uh, or on a kids' book report. Uh, you watch the show. I mean, these are actually these things are in episodes. You could just watch the episode, sure, because it's to available get, on streaming. To get Spencer's back for the record, he did reference the very famous uh, uh, Friends reference of of Chandler seeing someone named Kathy and saying, "Hi, Kathy." <laughs> So there's that. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> and if I had just watched a couple episodes, I would have never come across that gem. No, that's you know what, Spencer. The real lesson we learned today is that you are a true fanatic of things. So, gentlemen, you've heard 
our pitches, each one of them pitching three rides and attractions. So let's go through category by category and award some points. Now, for those of you who are watching this and listening, realize that whoever has the least amount of points at the end of the season has to drive to Disneyland, touch the first gate, and drive home. That's a waste of a day. So that's the punishment for not winning here. Hey, Oliver, real quick, real quick, before we get into, do you mind if I break precedent for a second? Because I always, always also prepared a pitch of three ideas for a friend's theme park that I would like to quickly uh, say to you now. The first of which is called uh, Chandler Bing's Fun House. All right. It's a fun house where the mirrors make you fat, then thin, then fat, then thin. Uh All right. My second idea uh, is a daycare. It's it's a daycare at the theme park where you drop your kid off and then forget they exist. And they might show up again, like maybe once or twice, but they don't advance the story. You just forget that they exist. Uh, and my third, my third idea is a roller coaster. All right, it's called the one where they give up. All right, and as you go up, as you ascend, as the roller coaster starts, you just watch seasons one through seven. And at the very peak, they start talking about Joey and Rachel getting together, and it just goes downhill quick. Uh. All right, and then. Towards the end, it starts to go back up, and that's when Paul Rudd shows up. All right, yeah, thank you. Yeah, Paul Rudd! <laughs> he didn't even know he was in this, did you? Now I've got to watch it. I have the biggest man crush on him. That's the reason? It's it's ridiculous. Like, I will watch anything he's in. Now i got to go back and watch Friends. Oh, okay. I, I hate that I like those. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> Ugh. All right, so Eli, Ethan... Uh, Ethan, we'll go with you first. Uh, would you like us to? Yeah, let's go ahead and recap. Spencer, what'd you got? So I had the one with the blackout, the ride, the dark ride with uh, flashlights, the giant food court with the Toblerone in the center, uh, dispenser machine, and handbag marinara, the ride. Uh, I had New York redesign, the apartment walkthrough, and the one with the boat. I had Chandler's Halloween Horror Nights Maze. I have the Ferrari experience with Joey. And I have the Will They Won't They roller coaster. And for the I award- had Chandler Bishop's <laughs> House of Fun, a daycare where you just forget your kids exist, and a roller coaster based on how uh, season eight introduced Ross, uh, uh, Joey, and Rachel getting together, and it just went down real quick. Thank you. All right. So, Ethan, don't put him on the board. For the love of God, don't do this to me. But for the award for creativity for bronze, which do you pick? Creativity is is just the general term creativity. Yep. That's just yep. like... Like, uh, huh, that's creative. Uh, I am going to go with the Chandler uh, maze. Yes. All right, for bronze. Bronze for creativity. Now, uh, for silver, what'd you get? For silver, I'm going to go with the New York sitcom Apartments recreation. Okay. And for gold? For gold, Don't I'll, I'll say this. For platinum, I'm going to give it to the child care that you forget your kids. So that, that like, unranks. <laughs> but just know that that was the best idea. Yeah, no, we're all here as well. <laughs> for gold, I will I will give it to the... the um, the Ross Rachel roller coaster, the most yes. representative of the show. I will take it. Eli, 
remember, you can't award points to yourself via game show rules. I, I wish I wish you could. I wish you could. I, I, I wish we had the precedent for it because all of your rides are winners. Uh, but if you had to give it to three other people who pitched, uh, who would you pitch for bronze? Creativity. Um, I'm going to go. It's a tough one because I don't want to say exactly the same as Ethan at all. So I'm going to I'm going to go. Is that a spite? Yeah, I hate it. Uh, I'm going to go uh, <laughs> bronze. You know what? I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go uh, uh, your your roller coaster, Oliver. I'm going to go. The friends roller coaster is is very creative. Awesome. That takes bronze for silver. Silver. I'm going to go same as, as Ethan. I'm going to go the in the apartment uh, uh, thing. Uh, and gold, Spencer, I love you. I really do. I want I coming out of this. The only thing I want is for Ethan and I to start a podcast with Spencer and Brad that just forgets about Oliver. But um, I have to give the gold to the New York street. I want to actually go to that. I want to go to that. Okay. Well, mean and just those are awards for creativity. Let's go ahead and move on to practical. This is the award for the ride that you would ride or attraction you could easily see put in there, something that wouldn't require a lot of redoing of the park. You're, you're, it's a very practical experience. Ethan, what do you got for bronze? Uh, for bronze, I'll go with the uh, practical. I, I guess just like getting a Ferrari is like pretty practical. <laughs> And finding some, like, Italian guy is, like, probably not that hard. So I'll go with that for bronze. I'll take it. <laughs> for silver, what do you got? For silver, I'm going to go with the handbag marinara ride. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sentence I didn't think I'd hear today. And for gold. For, for gold, I actually, I really, I, I did that, the Harry Potter Hogwarts ride, and that reminded me a lot of the City Blackout ride. So I feel like that is is a practical ride because I've seen versions of it. Um, and let me just be clear, the least practical ride is the food part for a million reasons, <laughs> economics being at the top. But if you consider... But City Blackout is, is gold. If you consider so you're, so in terms of economics, then... Well, there's a lot of real estate in that park. That's all economics is, is being practical. <laughs> yeah, but it's the art of being practical. All right, so... Go to that park. <laughs> so Spencer takes the golden practicality with a hyphen and a warning. Uh, so, Eli, what do you got for bronze for practicality? I'm going to give the bronze for practicality to the Blackout Ride. Okay. The Blackout Ride. I think that's a wonderful ride. Um... I'm going to give the silver of practicality to to the maze, to Chandler's maze. And I'm going to give the gold practicality once again to the New York uh, street. I think it's very practical. and it's I can't believe this is happening. All right. There you have it. Those are for practical. And now we're down to the last category before we say goodbye. And that is going to be the guest favorite. Now, these are bronze, silver, and gold for the thing that tickled your funny bone, the thing that you thought was it could be the fact that it was outlandish, the thing that you would hate to be the person who had to build it, but you'd love to be the executive who greenlit it. This is your pick for favorite. Ethan, what do you got for bronze? For bronze, I mean, I really, like, 
there's a reason I keep thinking about this food court and like how because it's a thing. I, I don't it's a understand thing. it. I don't know why. I like is Toblerone a sponsor of the Friends theme park? So I'm giving that bronze because it's really stuck with me. Great. Um, the second one is uh, it's just it's the Ross and Rachel uh, roller coaster because again it is like that is that was the best like show. And I don't, I don't mean to like lavish praise on Oliver, but the maze of Chandler's insecurities, like really is that character. So that gets gold. You heard it here first. Ethan Krupp approves of me. Uh, this is a thing. There's, that's not, that's not what the podcast was originally going to be about, but all that matters is that I got this in a recording. This is my moment. Yay me. Thank you, Ethan. I'll probably edit it later. Don't. I need this. Uh, edit it. For the record, uh, Ethan texts me. He approves of Oliver pretty much every night. So that's, that's fair. Uh, just know that that happens. Great. All right, Eli, what do you got for, for your favorites? Uh, bronze, I'm going to give it to... Uh, no. Ethan makes a very good point that I can't stop t- thinking about no. food court. For the record. <laughs> For the record, I'm not going to give it. I'm not going to reward it. Don't worry. I'm not rewarding it, but I can't stop thinking about it. But you could um, reward it. I could reward it. You know what? I reward it. You get the bronze. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Silver, I'm going to give to I'm going to give to uh, Chandler's Maze. I think it's really good. Awesome. And gold, I I mean you can see this from a mile away. I love that New York street. I want to go on that <laughs> I want to explore. I want to explore everything on that street. I want to live in that. Look, we're in COVID times, okay? I haven't left my house since March. All right, I haven't. So you don't want to go to New York. You want to go to the to a street like it. I want to go to a street like my my favorite sitcoms. I want to escape this H E double hockey stick world. See, I censored myself. So you didn't have to. Me. I want to escape this world and go live in my sitcoms that I love to watch and have been binging since COVID started. I think there's a legitimate idea in recreating sitcoms on a street that you can just go live in, especially with all the people who are so anxious and depressed and just binging shows. Once this is all over, if I could escape and go live in the shows that I've been binging, there's that's a there's a lot of money in that. So, well, you had it here. You had it here first, Eli. Ethan, thank you so much for joining us. I'd love to say it was a pleasure. Uh, I do want to say, if you have enjoyed this podcast, enjoyed the video that you've watched, please like, click, and subscribe. And let us know what you think by tweeting or hashtagging Theoretical Thrills. I've been your host, Oliver. I'm Brad. I'm Spencer. Have a great week. Did you enjoy the episode you just watched? Feel free to like, subscribe, and share. And if you have an interpretation of an idea based on the theme of the week, feel free to tag us on social media with hashtag Theoretical Thrills, and we may feature your ride at an attraction on the show. Theoretical Thrills, the theory of the thrill. Oh!